0: Thank you for downloading this episode of the Cast Iron Theatre podcast.
1: I'm Michelle Duncan.
0: I'm Andrew Allen. And this is the 42nd episode of our podcast.
1: Yes, we're older and...
0: Not wiser.
1: Not wiser. wiser. wiser.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. But it's been a good 42 <laughs> episodes. We've been chatting to all men of people. We call it the Cast Iron Theatre podcast, but we chat to all sort of creative people in Brighton.
1: Yeah, creative businesses, theatre makers, writers, producers.
0: Yeah, and if indeed you want to sort of get on the podcast, either on our live monthly podcast or a studio guest, particularly with the Brighton Fringe coming up, we uh, would want to talk to you. So if you want to be a guest on the podcast and chat about your work, chat about your show, please get in touch with us and all our details. If you don't already know, all our details are on the show notes that you have where you'll have found this podcast.
1: Yes. That's absolutely true. I
0: just about got through that sentence. You did. In this episode, we are talking to um, the NVT, the new Venture Theatre.
1: Yeah, we're talking to them about their 70th anniversary celebrations.
0: 70 years of the NVT. Wow. And we are speaking to uh, the past, future and present. It's like the Christmas <laughs> cow. I think, I think I did that gag in the... Um, <laughs> you may have done. We are talking to Alex McCullen-Wright, Tim McCullen-Wright, Janice Jones and Chelsea Newton-Mountney. Yes. uh, About their experiences and their love for the NVT.
1: Yeah, and we had a little chat to Rod as well.
0: We did. I mean, it's actually in the premises of the studio theatre of the NVT itself. we, We got to go on a journey. Yeah, we do. We're going on a journey again um, after the Brighton Fringe. Our next live um, podcast will be at The Suite at the Welly, the Duke of Wellington pub just down the road from Brighton train station. Yeah. So uh, check us out there. Uh, I just mentioned the um, Brighton Fringe, so we may as well mention it again. We've got a couple of shows coming up.
1: Yeah, we've got One Woman Alien uh, featuring Heather Rose Andrews.
0: Yeah, it's a movie Alien told by one woman in one hour playing all the characters
1: yes yeah yeah and we've also got you without summer
0: yes which is about the writing of frankenstein which was published 200 years ago this year and we get to meet mary shelley we get to meet lord byron and we get to meet the person who history may forget but actually if it weren't for her frankenstein may never have happened claire claremont and that's on both of those shows they're actually on the same dates yeah uh they're on the 21st and 27th of may
1: yeah and that's at the sweet jukebox it is
0: yes uh so um we 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 want to we want to we we ask you dear listener dear yes. listener we want to chat to you as always you you can support us how how can one support us if they wanted to support us
1: so you can support us in uh two different ways Yep, you could become a member of the cast iron foundry so for £36 pounds a year, you can get some complimentary tickets. Yeah. You can get entry to one of our workshops. That's so right. we do writing workshops, acting workshops, and directing workshops throughout the year. Plus you get um, an invitation to the Cast Iron Foundry party that will be later this year. Yeah um and you get a little loyalty card as well so they're, they're very Swiss. yeah you fill those up you can get uh even more free tickets yeah. so um lots of reasons to be a member of the cast iron foundry if you want to support this podcast specifically you can um support us on our patreon page so you can become a patron yes yeah
0: I mean, the the podcast, it'll always be free. You can always listen to it, whether you support us or not. But if you do support us, you get to feel bold and strong and supportive and we get to eat.
1: We get to eat and we get to hopefully one day get some new equipment.
0: Wouldn't that be a wonderful thing?
1: That would just be a dream come true.
0: Yes. Uh, Shall we listen to the podcast? Yeah, let's. Let's do that. All right. Welcome to the Cast Iron Theatre Podcast, recorded live at the New Venture Theatre. We are at the New Venture Theatre in Brighton in Bedford Place, celebrating 70 years of the NVT. In 1947, the New Venture Theatre, or rather, New Venture Productions. Was set up by Freddie Adams, or Freddie Adams, I've not yet worked out how to pronounce that surname, but Freddie Adams and A. Graham Phillips set up New Venture Productions, and and so we have four glorious people, the past, present and future, it's like Christmas Carol gone wrong, <laughs> um, of um, the New Venture Theatre, and seated to, I really do sound like I'm presenting just a minute, seated to my right, I have Alex McQuinn-Wright. How are you?
2: Oh, I'm Sorry, and what What's a graceful
3: that? bow it was.
2: Well it was nearly a very graceful bow. Yeah. If I had managed to get up and like, stumbled across the table. <laughs> um,
3: I,
0: should, I should point out that um, any stumbling was of course your own fault, the health <laughs> and safety here. <laughs> um, yes, and yeah. no fault of anyone
2: else no, here. No. Thank you. Um, I'm extremely well, thank you Andrew very uh, glad to be
0: here. Thank, thank you. you. So, uh, thank you so much for joining us. And Sissy, two, your left, and still a little bit close to my right, is uh, Janice Jones! <laughs> uh, Janice, how are you? I'm
3: extremely well, thank you very
0: much. Everyone seems contractually obliged to go, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> get on with it, please. Uh, i have got my brain coming. How are you?
3: How are you? Yeah, I you? Worry, I'm not worried, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is that what you normally do on a Saturday night when it's a little bit too late? i you a migraine. Not tonight, Josephine. Um, and seated to my left. Hello, it's uh, Chelsea Newton-Mountie. Hello. <laughs> How are you?
4: Oh, I'm good. I mean, I'm really happy because the tablecloth has got glitter on it. Oh, look it. at this, yes. <laughs> so that's my week sorted.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> our listeners on the podcast won't be able to see what a glorious goth. C- Trustful this is uh, but it's a, a thing of beauty it's, I feel
4: like I'm on a really camp version of like university challenge <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Um, somebody earlier was saying that it's a bit like the last supper done <laughs> by <RuPaul>. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and seated a little bit further to my left is Tim McQuillan. right <clears throat> yeah how are you yeah I'm all right good <laughs> <Down>! <laughs> Uh, we have invited four lovely people to chat to us about the new venture theatre, and uh, we're going to get a chance to like talk over one of them. It's not like I'm going to spend five minutes with one person, and five minutes with the next. It can be quite sort of, casual. So if you're the sort of person that in a dinner party is quite shy and nervous and waits for the other person to speak, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's examine that. Um, <laughs> i I'm sort of assuming that at either end of the uh, table, Tim and Alex, you've met. <laughs> uh, yes, twenty years ago. Twenty years ago.
2: Twenty-one years.
0: Twenty-one ago. years ago, uh, and I, it, is it Alex th- corrected me when I didn't even say anything. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it is twenty-one years ago. I think you'll find. <laughs> uh,
0: and and is it theatre related? Yeah,
5: me. yeah, I, I uh, yeah, it was in uh, Chichester. I was assistant designer. Alex was assistant director on a show. Um, nicely called Divorce Me Darling and uh, we've been married for 15 years
0: really? hey. um, I, I, I should acknowledge that um, I met my wife at the New Venture Theatre yes. Yes. I, I was I was um, teaching classes on the Monday Night Class and um, handing out flyers to a non-competing acting class <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> elsewhere at uh, the, the improv Class, and, and uh, yes, um, we met.
1: We did. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lovely story. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't know you were going to tell. <laughs>
0: um, neither did I. Although to follow that theme, uh, if uh, the title that uh, brought you together was Divorce the Darling, one of the tenets of um, improvisation is Just Say Yes. So, you know, it was, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Chelsea and Janice, uh, have you you met?
3: We have met. We've met. We met at another (laughs) acting class run by Stephen O'Shea, Ah. who is a director at The Adventure, and that's how we met, wasn't it? Yep. And then, also then, we kind of got linked into Cast Iron as well, didn't we? Yep. Not just The Companion. That's right, yeah, and And I
4: hadn't seen you for ages. Yes. Yes, I remember.
0: So the, the New Venture right. Theatre has its tentacles yeah. everywhere in Brighton. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is indeed the beating heart of Brighton, home, which I just saw on the. Um, There's the a message bo- uh, book in the uh, bar that people share their memories. So I invite any of you, if you're in the bar later, to share your memories of uh, Brighton, which leads me, um, uh, Alex, into my, my first question: What is your first memory of the New Venture Theatre? Um,
2: it was a production of Hard Times in it must have been two thousand. I think early two thousand and five. And my first memory was of um, Andy Bell screaming at me uh, very passionately, um, like very very close to my face, yes. uh, which was uh, extraordinary and wonderful.
5: Can I just point out Andy Bell was in the cast. He wasn't like in front of house. Oh, yes. Another <laughs> director. he's no, no. a very good point Tim. Um,
2: yes, we'd kind come. Of, and see hard times, and uh, we were brought into the into this studio theatre here, and the set was wonderful because it was on a few levels, and we sat on the upper level, and it was it was so it, it was just a very sort of um, visceral moment, and I was completely struck by it, and it was the passion and the uh, in fact it's what you were talking about earlier about um, how new venture is, and. Uh, I just thought, gosh, this is extraordinary and amazing and I need to come back and see
0: more. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you said that it has been recommended to you. Do you happen to remember who recommended the New Venture Theatre to you for that
2: production? Uh, who was it? Was it...
5: Oh. Uh, it was a lady called Ruth Tansey who's um, performed in a lot here. Yes. And uh, she has, like an, a lot of people who who come through the New Venture have got sort of some uh, professional credits, semi-professional whatever, and so, as you say, it is the tentacles thing, if you have any um, experience in theatre in Brighton, then you either know somebody who's come through here and you're dragged along or you're you know, performing here yourself and it was, uh, yes, Ruth recommended it because she was in it yeah. and then um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Al, but I mean it sort of, it remains, I think one of the greatest shows that certainly I've seen here um, and I don't think it's just because it was the first one. I think it was extraordinary. I, what struck me at the time was that, yes, there was Andy Bell, who was being amazing. Um, but you just, I remember um, talking to you in the interval, just about, we didn't know any of the cast, but we kept on saying to each other, oh my God, and that guy, Carl, with what he's doing, yes. with all those different characters. And then, and Al saying, and you know, he played Mrs. Miggins or whatever. And you go, was that him as well? And then you've got Jet, um, jet, jet Tassel oh yes, was amazing. So
2: she, she played this dog, uh, which was extraordinary. And it was just, it was just the sort of commitment to performance, which was uh, very, very impressive. And because of course, as Tim and I, you know, work in other places uh, theatrically as well, it was just lovely coming to see something that was so up close and personal and truthful. And uh, yeah, I, I I can't actually say to any more highly. That was a really bad sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I can't recommend it. Highly not. Um, yes, it was it was fantastic.
0: So, uh, so that was the first first one. And Sarah, I'm, I'm guessing I've I've got my Sherlock on. I'm assuming there's pretty much the same experience for you that it was that production that was your first. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, but we were both blown away by it. Yeah, and in as Al has said, you, you both have worked professionally at, outside the Fed, but you, you, you worked here as well, you, you've directed, you directed, you've set designed here. Uh, what was your first, uh, was it as a set designer that you, you first... Yes. What was that, do you remember? Was, yes, um,
5: I, after that experience, I sort of made myself known to the artistic director who was Carl um, at the time, and... Uh, If he wasn't at the time, he was certainly the incoming one, I think. And I just said, look, this is what I do. I design. I'd love to be involved here if that's possible. And uh, he just sort of... He didn't fob me off exactly, but he just said, you know, we've got a number of people who design here, so you know, it's great to have your number and let's meet for a cup of tea at some point. And then I didn't hear from him for about, I don't know, five days. And then he said, I'm doing a production of... um, uh, Midsummer Night's Dream. And I leapt at the chance, um, understandably. It was a, yeah, wonderful thing to do. And Carl thinks quite differently to a lot of people. So, um, his take on it was really interesting. And it's, it's those sorts of things you want to work on as a designer. It's obviously, it's not new writing, but it was my first experience really at the new venture of a, a classic piece being treated like new writing. And properly investigated as um, uh, how should how should an audience respond to this? Not just do it as a a museum piece.
0: I think that's one of the things I found really fascinating about working at the NBT, both as an actor, uh, uh, as a director, or as an audience member. That because there's often this uh, conversation about what so-called amateur theatre is. I think sometimes we're a bit sort of shy about using that term. There are some people at the New Venture Theatre who are Passionately proud of that term mm. and use it as a badge. Yeah. That it's about love of theatre. Yeah. But we're all consciously aware that, to what I'm going to call the civilian, amateur sounds different. Mm. Well,
3: I didn't do amateur theatre for a long time because I just imagined it was people doing it a ball very badly in a church hall somewhere, <laughs> and that does happen. But um, I've just been really, you know, blown away, blown away by things I've seen here. Uh, say things I've seen at Brighton Little, all, all over the place, and yeah. um, people who have professional standards and professional attitudes and try and do the best they can. And just because it says am- amateur conjures up um, sometimes a negative response in people, but in fact, you know, it's just very, there are a lot of very talented people who still have to have a day job, who still want a life. And um, they don't want to be living, you know, hand to mouth, uh, and who still want to do really good work. Yeah. So I think um, I think you know groups like New Venture are very good at dispelling that myth that amateur means
2: crap. Yeah.
3: And that thing that you say know, about like, you
2: know having a day job. I mean that's what is so impressive. Is that you know We're not only job, doing a day job and, and, day job turning up, and a up, bloody marvellous performers yes, or direct exactly. a good
3: show, design a marvellous set, any you like know stage classative. management, which I've done, which is really ah, hard work, mm-hmm. and um, you know all the people behind the scenes, and they still have day jobs and whatever else they've got going mm-hmm. on their lives, and they still uh, put on something great. Mm-hmm. So
0: Janice, what was your first experience of the New Venture Theatre?
3: Well my first experience it was actually stage managing something. I, I joined and I was hoping to do acting, and the then artistic director I think it was John Wilkinson, and he said, Well we're putting on a production of Rosencrantz and, and Guildenstern Are Dead. Our stage manager is thrown a wobbly and run out. <laughs> and
2: funny. I discovered why.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, then wow. <laughs> it was all
3: very challenging, but of course, I was so calm and collected it didn 't bother me no, it was really scary i was there were very strong characters in the cast, very strong personalities, and i 'd never really i 'd done small scale stage management, but this was like to me. Really big, yeah. And um, but fortunately, had a great DSM called Marie. Who I'm still friends with. Had mm-hmm. uh, believe <laughs> or not, and she, we just managed to laugh our way through the whole thing. And it was a, it's a brilliant experience for actors to stage manage yeah, okay. because you realise yes. what a difficult job it is. Mm-hmm. And I have huge respect for stage managers now. And I avoid stage management, <laughs> I've done a lot of stage management in my early days of New Venture, which was a long time ago, and I have to say, I think acting's a bit easier than stage yeah, management. <laughs> um, so that was my introduction, and uh, but I'm really proud of that first, it was a really good production, I'm very proud of it, proud to be a part of it, and yeah. It was really glad
0: when it was over. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rosencrantz, um, I remember reading a review for it, not that production, but I remember reading a review of Rosencrantz-Gernstein where the critic complained that it was as long as Hamlet's. <laughs> which <laughs> well, I understood the way. joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Chelsea, what, what was your first experience of an the adventure theatre?
4: I came to an acting class Yeah. Um, and I met Rich at uh, a very beautiful cameraman over there. Um, (laughs) I met Rich outside the door and we couldn't open the door. So we walked around the building and then we figured out that that was the right door. It just wasn't open yet. (laughs) So that was my first experience of New Venture.
0: Uh, A metaphorical and literal (laughs) door being closed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, the acting classes on Monday night is very much uh, what I'm gonna call the gateway drug into the New Venture Theatre. for so many people. Um, I think sometimes directors themselves will rock up to an acting class to scope out potential new actors. And it's certainly a way that, um, because it's entirely a level playing field. If you're a genuinely FedEx uh, uh, School trained actor, or if you're somebody who is, you know, quite socially awkward and, and do in yourself not feel that you've got much talent, it, it's a level playing field it's for everybody. Really
3: good. And you learn, and they, and they cover different, um, you know, like physical theatre improvisation, audition technique. And, really, and it is for people who may not don't want want to be in a play, yeah. but it can um, really be a
4: really helpful experience. And it's so damn cheap. It's mm. so <laughs> cheap. <laughs>
0: First session. No one ever free. said
4: that. It's so cheap. First session yeah. is free. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, and it's a fascinating, as you say, a level of range of disciplines. And what's quite nice is that. And Not only is there a range of disciplines, there's a range of teachers. So, if there is a teacher that perhaps you haven't quite got the magic with, there'll be a, a new teacher, and it's a genuinely a dropping class. It's not like the, the, necessarily you have to go to the same four classes each time, you can drop it any time. Yeah. But there'll be a, a different personality every four weeks. And certainly, um, that's the way that I first found uh, the Adventure Theatre, was via its acting classes. Um, Here's a bit of a, um, a question going to put you on the spot somewhat. I'm going to start over with Tim. Um, and <laughs> I acknowledge that you might need a moment to think about it. But at least you guys, who aren't Tim, you'll get more time to think about it. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, Tim, this is where you potentially get to blow your own trumpet, really. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like the fact that towards the on my left, uh, Michelle's expression, when I said the, the words, you get to blow your own <laughs> she was panicking for a moment as to where I was going to go with that <laughs> sentence. Um, but you get to blow your own trumpet. What, uh, Tim McCullough, write is your proudest moment at the new Venture Theatre?
5: Uh, do you know that's easy, actually? Yeah. I'm, um, all of them, no. Um, <laughs> I remain to this day very proud of the process and then the final um, outcome of Biloxi Blues. There was, um, you very rarely get as designer that sort of moment working with a director where he manages to say the right
0: thing, sort of like the right brief, if you like. And what does that mean, actually? How? how why is that so difficult? Well, I think that it's...
5: When a, a director starts working on the play, and obviously I know this from when I've been a director working on it, um, you know that there's an awful lot of pre-work that you do, but you know that... So much work is going to come out of rehearsals and discussing it with your actors. Um and you sort of want to leave a lot of that discovery to that uh to that moment. But it doesn't help the designer at all. Because by the time the actors come on board, you the as a designer, you really want to know what the piece is trying to uh to push. And we both had a very good understanding of the play and, and it, we seemed to be in agreement with each other, which was great. But my first meeting with Jerry McGrudden, um, I took to him um, an idea. I mean, we'd, we'd spoken about various things, obviously, but then I, I took to him actually a, a sort of visual idea and said, um, this is how I feel it can be staged at the new venture. Um, and as always in those sort of meetings, I was quite proud of this idea and he just took a moment and said okay it's not how i see it you go okay fine um and he said you're looking at it as these particular scenes as being the important ones and he said that's how it's normally done and this was the 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 moment that made me realize he said i i think it's the barracks scenes i want the audience to feel like they're in the barracks with the actors. And it was one of those moments. You go, Well, um, I don't need to go away and, and think of something. I just said, Well, why don't we stick the beds around the outside of the audience? Yeah. And I don't think any of us sort of knew how successful that was gonna be. Yeah. But it worked I thought it worked beautifully. It I loved yeah, being yeah, in the sure. audience. But it's yeah. and as I say it's Thank you very much. It's <laughs> it's nice to look back on just yeah a great brief, yeah say this is the moment that I want the audience to get and go, well, that's something i can I can work with
0: yeah, I've always enjoyed that as a director at the MVt of being having permission to have what seems to be a ridiculous idea and to have people like stage, uh, stage managers or set designers go, yeah we could we can do that or we can do an approximation of that, yeah, and uh, that's been um really quite sort of pleasing to be able to have the opportunity. Yes. No, I've never had a moment where
5: anybody has said, well, it's not normally done like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is really nice. And it's, uh, I think all of us started here when there was just the studio space, which does force you to um, rethink some things. Um, But it's been really nice that when the upstairs has opened, that way of thinking has carried through, rather than putting more, and I'd say in inverted commas, conventional pieces upstairs. Uh, the upstairs has uh, stayed as much of a sort of new venture space as as down here.
0: Yeah, you you wouldn't, although it might literally physically be what's a traditional end-on promarch space, it's rarely used in such a comfortable, safe sense. No, indeed.
1: I was even thinking about when you did The Snow Queen and you said to me, "Okay, I want to make it snow, (laughs) <laughs> and the, I
6: think the stage
0: direction was I want to have far too much snow that is reasonable
1: yeah, an explosion of snow yeah. and you kind of went in and I remember you saying to me before I'm going to go in and I'm going to ask for an explosion of snow and just kind of see what happens and I was like oh Andrew I don't, Calm you down. know you're asking a lot <laughs> It was like no no I'm going to go in and see what happens because sometimes you know they can, they can do that and as Chelsea knows, Chelsea was in that, I that remember show. The snow. It was an explosion of snow. We yeah. had snow from either side, we yeah. had falling snowflakes yeah. throughout the entire time. It, was it was Narnia! It was magnificent.
0: The NVT can create Narnia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Janice, um, your proudest moments uh, you can own at the NVT.
2: Oh my
3: god. <laughs> Well, I've done productions, you know, that I've really, really, you know, when you know when you're in a production you really like, yeah. and that you've really achieved something, and it's really, it's like choosing a child, <laughs> <like>, oh, <laughs> I really loved doing that. Ah, no. that was uh, really a top moment. Uh, the prize, I'm not just saying that, because it in. the <laughs> prize was a challenge which, you know, I found it was, you know, pretty satisfying. Um, um, oh my god, just so hard, and also some of the stage management I did in the early days that was really good. But it's really hard to kind of, there are some things you do that you know aren't working quite so well, and other bits that you think, Yeah, oh yeah, that's really good, yeah, I'm really pleased with that. But it, it is quite hard to, you know, it's quite hard to make
0: What's interesting about the two plays that you, <laughs> what's interesting about the two plays that you managed to name, Kvetch and the Price, really? is they are both notoriously difficult plays. They are. That so they are. They are, they are. I mean, I if you yeah. if you read the script, that might not um, come across, but certainly in performance, it's quite it's quite evident that they're they're they are challenging pieces. They are, they and, are and, and,
3: challenging for different reasons. I think Kvetch technically was very. Challenging because it was this freeze frame, you know, you you know, because we're in it together You know, and you're talking to the actor and you turn to the audience and the other actors freeze and when you're freezing Never freeze like that (laughs) (laughs) because you'll just triple, and you end up with this long line of dribble going down your chimney <laughs> shit, where did I end up? Dribble my money. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so technically it was tricky and the price I found difficult had to do a lot of listening So to other actors that spent a lot of time just listening to other actors and responding without saying anything that's quite...
0: On that, I mean, that, that should be underlined, shouldn't it? Because uh, uh, sometimes, even professional theatre, actors who are physically on physical stage for a while who may not. I always think that if your character does not speak for five pages, yeah. that is five pages of dialogue. It's just not it's just Um But I think it must be an easy sort of thing to go, not to decide to switch off, but if you're. Even if you are listening too much, or it's some engaging conversation. Just sat there red paper not yeah. <laughs> and not uh, doing Alex, what what uh, what has been your proudest moment at the end of Um <laughs> That's
2: uh, that's kind of hard. Yep. Only because um, I feel as though um, well I haven't done anything for quite some time. I have to go way way back. Um, I guess. Uh, I have to say, well, I, mean, I directed Still Life and Memory of Water, and I think Memory of Water was something that um, I, I really, I really enjoyed directing that. And um, I have to bring my husband again, I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> the
5: set was the rather set marvellous. Was rather... <laughs> it's
2: true, um, and um, it was—it's ju- such a great play, and I just had such fun doing it. And I think because it was my second one, and it came on the back of doing Still Life. And I felt as though I'd sort of got a measure of the building, of how things worked, how everybody was. I thought I had a great cast, Um, and that sounded wrong. It sounded like I was like, well, I thought I had a great (laughs) (laughs) cast. No, I I did have a wonderful cast. Um, And yes, I I just, and I was very, very proud that, I think, I can't remember the the, um, Brighton & Hove Theatre Awards, was it best overall production or something, or best, I can't remember. How coy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. Um, no, no, sorry, that's sounds...
5: But can I just butt in on your yeah, behalf? You. I think oh, that guys. it's one of those that... The, the casting of it, it's where the stars aligned, actually. It just Sometimes it just works. And you saw things in actors that so fit... Uh, And we're able to play off each other. I mean, there's a number of scenes in that play that I I remember to this day. It's just feeling perfectly gauged. Um, And seeing Andy Bell um, and Lex play off each other was a beautiful thing. Uh, So, yes, you are being coy, but it was was beautifully directed. It was a lovely thing. But um,
2: I've done done a lot of choreography... Um, for, uh, mostly for Jerry actually, uh, a couple for Pat, and uh, it's, you know, I mean, it, when you feel like you're being, you're part of the production, you might not be doing a huge amount, but at the same time, if it's part of the production that puts it in the in the, in the the right place, and, you know, I've always worked well with Jerry, and we seem to sort of, um, you know, think of things in the, in the same way, and that's always been quite...
0: Symbiotic. Things, yes, it?
2: and, and it, it always makes you feel sort of... Quite proud that you've done the right thing for the play. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what it is. It's not about what I have done as you know the steps. It's what has been right for that character. Yeah, and but I think when you see the play and it works, and you think, oh yeah, that's that's that was right.
0: Absolutely. There's definitely been experiences I've had where I've worked with other people and. I genuinely have no idea who came up with that concept. Yes. I know in my heart it was me. I never, <laughs> and I, but that, that deserves the end of sentence. I, I know in my heart it was me. I know in my heart it had nothing to do with me, it was somebody else. And I can't see where the dividing yeah. line is. You, you, you mentioned something, and it deserves, this is a scab that deserves uh, picking at. How is it? Because there are many people <laughs> in MVT who, are MBT who um, work on a show with their partner or uh, are creative with a partner. How is that? Is that a shorthand or, you know, because if you have, a, as a director, a creative disagreement with your set designer, that's fine. If you are continuing that conversation back home, that may not be fine. <laughs>
2: it's always fine. <laughs> no, no, it is. No, seriously, it is. Yes, we might have a big disagreement on a few things, um, but not actually when we're working together. <coughs>
0: what she
5: said.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rest my
0: case. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea, what what has thus far been your proudest moment at the NBT?
4: I last night actually, yeah. because it was the youth theatre here with their show, <coughs> um, and I was lucky enough to take it on in January uh, while Sarah Davies is away. <coughs> who set it up and they they were amazing they were such a joy and they're a joy every Friday and every Friday I go and I think damn you guys are inspirational why aren't I as good as acting as you are um, not because of my teaching just because they're really cool <laughs> so yeah last night
0: but it, it's been glorious you, you you speak often about how proud and excited you are by those young actors mm. at the New Venture Theatre, uh, and, and New Venture has a proud tradition of a youth theatre that was one a, a few years back, and it's been, as you say, revitalised and brought back into the space by uh, Sarah Davis, yeah. and in 2018 you have been sort of leading those classes, yeah. and it's uh, I've had the pleasure to sort of visit a couple of classes uh, throughout the years, and it's just genuinely... Exciting and thrilling to see that you know what we could call the future of the New Venture theatre, certainly the uh, future of um, acting in Brighton. Such exciting talents.
4: Totally, we lost one uh, amazing young actor to the. National Youth Theatre yeah. uh, last year, mm-hmm. um, and they're all just brilliant, and they're such a cool group. They're so much cooler than me, and they make me feel really old, even though I'm not that much older than them. But they're just so interesting, and they're so fun, and they take the piss out of me all the time. <laughs> How long have you been running the youth
3: group?
4: So? so I've been running it since January, but I was assisting Sarah for two years. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh, it's really fun.
0: And so that's um, every Friday of term time. Yeah. Um, it's essentially an after-school club.
4: Totally, it runs 4.30 to 6.30. 4.30 to 6.30. Mm.
0: And um, how do people sort of, uh, if there are new members, how do they rock okay, They can rock up on the evening and get involved? or do they, they can
4: they... rock up and try out a session, Good. or they can email the address on the New Venture <coughs> Youth Theatre page, and that will get through to me, and I will email you back and say, come along and join in and see how you like it.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Um, So here's a question which uh, ties in with um, the new venture and the seventy years, and it's again a bit of an unfair question to throw at you because quite a big question. Um, what, What do you hope? For the new venture theatre in the future, what do you hope to see? Uh, Is you know it could be just a show you've always wanted to direct. I want to get my hands on that, or is there you know five years ago there wasn't a youth theatre and we hope that there'll be a youth theatre. I was in this very room when there was almost literally a vote going on in. And so that's my unfair question to you. Uh, What do you hope to see, or would you like to see in the new venture theatre? In the future. Janice, you're looking almost <laughs> angry. <with the> <laughs> so leave, well, why I'll, are
3: you asking me that I'll, question? I'll leave you for,
0: for a while. Um, yeah. leave, yeah, a, uh, Alex, I'll, you, you I'll, look like at least you've got these beginnings of an, an answer already <laughs> Well, I'm looking
2: pensive, but don't worry, I'm just thinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, th- I don't know, that, like, it's, it's a very difficult question. Yes. Um, I mean, obviously, more of the same, because what I think what New Venture does is excellent. And so we obviously want to continue all of that, Um, I think to get, you know, to get maybe even a a wider audience um, would be, I'm not saying it would be good because that sort of sounds like we don't have one because I think we have a really good audience. But um, I don't know, always, always keep the message going, uh, Mm -hmm. which is uh, always good. Um, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Oh, can you come back to me? Of
0: course, can you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, sorry I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm always tempted to ask the audience. Uh, look at them, yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe this
2: gentleman
0: here would <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll take that. Rod, uh, hello, artistic director of the New Makes Theatre. Hello. And you, you presumably, that, that as an uh, artistic director, that's presumably a conversation you've had in some form. Uh, about the uh, the future of the. Well, it
6: is, it is. I mean, I, I see the the role um, very much like um, a relay race. You know, there's it, been a huge tradition now, for 70 years, of people doing work here, which is volunteers sort have of done so much work made this place possible uh, in so many different ways, and so many different performances, productions. Um, I think. Um, Sheila, I think, has been in 50 productions or something yeah. over the years, and uh, and new people coming in, and the excitement of new people getting involved. But I see it very much like um, uh, the responsibility is like a relay race, that, as regards what I do, is that i picked up the baton from um, so many people in the past that have made this possible, and, and I feel that what I want to do is to run with it with everybody else and deliver that baton onto somebody into the future so it's just part of a process and that you're all hoping that everybody involved is adding to it and so forth Mm. and what is wonderful here is the seeing how um bright-eyed people are who are involved and people who are watching the audience and the stage management and the front of house and seeing that excitement And something I noticed the other evening, this week, um, I remarked on, um, you get people who've worked together in productions as actors and crew and so forth, and there's a kind of bond from that. But the other night I was looking at actors who hadn't worked together, but had seen the other actors in other shows that they weren't involved with, and the overwhelming sense of mutual respect and pleasure That people were getting from other people's um, performances and achievements, and I think that's just such a generosity of spirit, and that generosity of spirit um, encourages it. Oxygen to the flame of the creativity of of what we do, and just keeping it as open as we possibly can for new people to come in and have ideas and try and take risks as well, of course. But you know, it's about continuing that and just passing that baton on to the, to, to the future and then it, hopefully it's, uh, other people will also get so much out of it as we have in the past. Absolutely. It's, it's almost impossible
0: to follow
5: that Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, just on, on Rod's point there of the, the different uh, sort of disciplines, whether it's stage management, acting, whatever, I do feel that here, uh, to a greater extent than in, uh, again, in quotes, professional theatre. Um, th- the bond is there. It's a very level playing field, and you can come in as the newbie um, running around um, doing props or stage management, and you're every bit of uh, important part of the team as, um, well, Sheila Baker, um, <laughs> having done 50 shows, um, which is just particularly pleasing. Um, but that was all just a way of avoiding your question. Um, I, do you know, uh, I would certainly agree with Alex, because I'm, um, contractually obliged to, but the, um, the, you know, longevity is, is something that we, we mustn't take for granted. You know, 70 years is a massive achievement. And so if we can get another 17, that would, um, that would clearly, uh, mean we're doing something right. But, um, there's been a number of people who've come through uh, the new venture at the, you know the early stages of their career and talking about the acting class um, and you know we've worked with actors who've then gone on to do further training uh, which is really pleasing and there's somebody that I worked with relatively recently um, a girl called Hannah Price um, <coughs> is a co. Uh, Director of uh, a brilliant uh, theatre company called Theatre Uncut. Uh, And it was only after I worked with her that I realised that she used to be in the acting class here and I worked with her at the Young Vic. But she was was here. And she was in the acting class and then she moved on to directing, I think, um, a youth production. Then, uh, as far as I can tell, she then did a a full production. Um, So, to answer your question, I'd like some of those people to come back, actually. (laughs) And you know, share some of their experience that they've gained uh, since.
0: I think that's a a really important point, isn't it? That that we have um, one of the most pleasing things about, in this sort of business, and at the same time as the most frustrating thing, is when we lose people. Mm -hmm. Because we lose them to professionalism, or lose them Mm -hmm. to careers, or their own family lives. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think you're right, there are enough people out there that if we can sort of flutter our lashes and say, "Oh, come and chat to us," um, yeah. because we knew we know that they began at the New Venture Theatre. I think that would be something quite lovely. So you know, if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> and you can either give us your time or approximately two and a half thousand pounds for upkeep, um, <laughs> then we'd like to hear from you. Uh, Chelsea, what would you? Um, we've spoken somewhat about the future in terms of the youth theatre, but uh, is there anything that you'd like to see happen at the New Venture Theatre?
4: I think what I hope continues is that um, it's, there's such a sense of community here and sometimes that um, theatre and art can seem really um, inaccessible um, to like the wider public and here it seems like there's a little bit of a bridge between theatre people and people that maybe don't know a lot about theatre but still come to the acting classes or come and see a play here or audition for a smaller role or a bigger role yeah. just because they feel like it's Uh, welcome in here and it's accessible and I think that's a really brilliant thing Um, so I really hope that continues.
3: Yeah I think it's really important to keep the acting classes going, they're really important as a gateway for a lot of people into the theatre and uh, I think also yeah I think we have the short plays which is about encouraging new writing, really important and I think yeah making theatre more accessible so it's not just seen as this white middle class thing um, that certain, you know, people uh, enjoy, that it's for everybody. Um, yeah, and it is a really good community event as well.
0: Mm. Um, you're right, in terms of um, New Venture uh, Theatre has new writing. In my very perfunctory homework, I worked out <laughs> that, um, yeah, by 1974-1975 season, which is the first 25 years of M V T uh, there were 187 productions by that time, and 36 of them were in the new writing. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. I say I did research, it was on the wall in bar outside. <laughs> um, uh, so that was 36 new plays by um, eight, uh, 1974. I have no idea how many more, because there's certainly been, as you say, the short play night, yeah. uh, but once in the two years yeah. um, of the short plays written by local people. Um, so this is all. We're always coming to the end of our evening because uh, when well, you look at the time, <laughs> um, and so it's been a, a genuine pleasure to speak to uh, our lovely uh, guests on the panel, and it's been such a lovely uh, audience that we've had in the new the studio theatre at the New Venture Theatre. <laughs> Everybody speaks, uh, I'm sure, about their own theatre company, you know, in hushed tones of awe and um, gratitude, <laughs> and there are some of us uh, who indeed may not be particularly loyal to a particular amateur theatre company, and will go where the job or the role takes them. Uh, uh, Janice, you were speaking earlier, that sometimes there might be um, village hall, well, one of my best phrase. well, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not
3: necessarily bad, no, but it's just that image that I had as a young mm. woman, yeah, it's very limited view. But you know, it doesn't matter if it's a village hall or wherever, it's a space, isn't it? Yeah,
0: mm. and you're right, it, it's not it's just a space, it's not necessarily a building, it's a people inside the people and it's in the and it. passions. It's
3: what it means to them, yeah, it's about mm. confidence in people, self esteem, creativity. And, and, and their true talent.
0: And I think that's uh, certainly for me uh, one of the pieces of the DNA of the MVT in that, that's the venture, that's the new venture of um, those relationships uh, and as Rod was speaking about that mutual respect uh, I've been involved in the MVT for possibly, because in about 10 years, my first production was art, uh, directed by Tim McGovern, right here, uh, which was your first directing experience, I remember. That. It was. Yeah. It was. Oh, we had a laugh on that. Well, lovely,
5: yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant. I've been dining out on that production ever since. <laughs> and uh, Basically, the three of you just sort of blocked it yourselves, and I've been taking the credit,
0: <laughs> relatively
5: genuinely ever since, and I'm quite happy to.
0: <laughs> and what's lovely about that? I mean, as I say, we've been here about ten years, and in that time, you would expect to see a few moments of friction, a few moments of personality clash, a few moments where that production didn't quite work, and. I can genuinely say that's not really happened that much in my experience at the new venture of the theatre, even if there was a show that I didn't fundamentally agree with, that director or choice, or that casting, I really enjoyed the show, or really enjoyed the aim behind that show. It was never, here's the point I think, for when we're talking about loosely, what we think of as the cliche of amateur theatre, it was never complacent. It was always passion. it was always driving, it was always strong. Um, and I've we'll thrown you a bone here in terms of... Here's the other tough question to um, answer. Um, what does the new Venture Theatre mean to you? Um, deliberately, not asked, stating will you speak first?
6: <laughs>
0: Do you know, can I... I, I think that...
5: Uh, it, Oh, i mean i've obviously i've been um designing for quite a number of years now but i owe such a huge debt to new venture um to be able to get uh the experience of being able to play essentially with um ideas and those uh collaborative relationships uh it's it's very difficult uh to get that um professionally um and so certainly at the beginning when i i uh, i mean i really got my head down and just said to every director i want can i do your next one um and i started churning them out and it's it's a it's a very difficult thing to do um but there was always somebody on hand who wanted to assist wanted to learn so that they could be um designing their own Um, She get a lot of support from somebody obviously quite uh, close by and personally, but then there's the support from the building. So it's it's quite a personal answer, I think, but what it means to me is just, it's been a huge benefit uh, to my career. And whenever there's been something that's come along um, where you don't have the full support of... Uh, you know, sort of a massive production company or something, Um, being able to stick your hand up and say, no, 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 you're all rolling your eyes at this idea, but I kind of know that it works, because we've done that. Or even if it's not in a production that I've done here, I've been able to see something clever in somebody else's production and talk to the people and say, where did that idea come from? Because that was brilliant. Um, there's, been, I mean, there are countless times that those things have come through and you just have to stick your hand up and go, great idea, um, nicking it, yeah. uh, you know. Um, so yes, as I say, it's a uh, personal answer, but it is, um, yeah, it's been just huge fun playing, really. Mm. You know. I mean,
2: that's, well, that's it for me. I mean, if I could go back to the, the first experience that I had, I mean, basically all it, all it was was that looks amazing, I want some of that. Um, I want to be part of that, it looks fantastic, and I don't have to go up to London to do it. Um, You know, and even though I've done a lot of the choreography for a lot of the shows, and it's not, unlike Tim, it's not sort of, how can I say it without one, it sounds patronising, I don't mean it to sound patronising to say that it hasn't helped my career. Of course, everything that you do will always further your career, but it's not, being because I think that oh well this will make me better known or this will be it's because I really enjoy doing it and it's it's like just something that I know that is here it feels comfortable there's always somebody that you know around it just feels right and I just like coming down here I haven't done anything for ages but I think I should <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to do like something again so I, I ought to just throw my hat in the ring again I guess. <laughs> Yeah.
4: it's that me
1: then?
0: <laughs> well, in all honesty, if these two brilliant answers have flummoxed you, you feel you can't follow, we can edit this bit out. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if you do have so, any sort of answer, then we, we'd obviously be happy to hear it.
4: I think what Tim said play is really important, and it does give great opportunity to play, and that's a really cool thing. I think I moved here not knowing anyone, to Brighton, I mean, and Um, so many people that have gone on to be very good friends or collaborators or partners (laughs) Uh, partner now
0: (laughs) edit edit edit.
4: Fine, he's had fair share. Um, <laughs> I think it gives you i meant professionally. <laughs> I think it gives you a great opportunity to meet Knowing so many. I want to stop. This <laughs> is <people.
3: laughs>
4: <laughs> Never. I think um, it gives you a great opportunity to meet so many people who want to do the same thing as you, um, and that is super cool. And that's probably the thing that's brought me most of people. I'll stop now.
3: Really, yes, absolutely. Great community theatre. I always find every production is an opportunity to develop and try and improve and learn. You're surrounded by a lot of very talented people, very committed people, are very I It's a beautiful answer. <laughs> it's a beautiful again? answer. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I've had, you know, you've had some great times, some not-so-great times. No, but it's always about trying to just, everyone's working to bring something together, um, which is really good.
0: I'm
3: going to stop now before I get beepy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: genuinely lovely thing, in just 30 <laughs> years' time, we will see the 100th birthday <laughs> of the new Venture yeah. Theatre. Some of us.
3: Will we'll be, we'll yeah. still be
0: It's been a genuine pleasure, exciting. I, I, I could I, the audience might be bored but I could genuinely do this for another four hours. Uh, <laughs> it's been an absolute delight uh, to share this podcast with What's you.
3: What's your
5: proudest
0: moment? Oh, oh God! You're
3: meeting your wife. Meet you? yes.
5: There we go. Yes. Meet my wife. There we go. Me. That was on the tip of his tongue, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He was yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I have an active thing in it. It wasn't like it was planned. It was like I was stalking her for two weeks. <laughs> uh, but no, it's been... Do uh, I, I, you know what? I've I referenced this before, and I am taking myself a little bit out of the equation. But I, I directed... Uh, um, the first play I directed here, I was my own piece of writing. That's ridiculous. For, 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 a, for a, a, a local theatre company to trust you with a two hour and a bit, a two, a, a two hour and a bit Brighton Fringe production, that, that's ridiculous. You and hadn't I,
5: even I, finished writing
0: it. And I hadn't even finished writing it, no. no. And it had 40 endings. and it was meant to. Um, and to do a production of a, a Greek tragedy, which I sort of um, said was for people who didn't like Greek tragedy and for a number of players, and Snow Queen particularly, to have that freedom, as I say, of it being a vaguely ridiculous idea, and to have the full support from artistic director down to sort of go, no, we're going to be behind on that, and even if they were saying that might be reaching too far, it wasn't out of defeat, it wasn't out of, um, uh, you say, rolling your eyes. It sure. Was, it, they still want. They were still on my team. They were still going. Well, we'll get you what you want. Maybe not in the way you asked for it, but we'll get you what you want. Yeah. And never a lack of ambition. Mm. Never a lack of ambition. And that is quite decisive in your answer, because yeah, I'm sort of like sharing the glory. But, 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 that's the point. I think mean, the venture of the is very good at sharing the glory, and it's been very uh, beautiful to share this panel with you, and it's been lovely to have you, lovely people in the audience. <laughs> we hope to see you again at some point in the next 70 years happy birthday MBT and good night this has been the cast I
6: Theatre podcast
1: Presented by Andrew Allen
0: and
6: edited by Michelle Donkey.
1: Music is Chapstick by Everett Armand. Find
0: us on Twitter, cast underscore iron acts. on Facebook, ironclad cast iron, or one word. Our website is castironbrighton.weebly.com.
1: Subscribe to us and rate us on SoundCloud and iTunes.
0: Thanks for listening.